Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, 1 Thessalonians 2, 1. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is 1 Thessalonians 2, 1. You yourselves know, dear brothers and sisters, that our visit to you was not a failure. How do you tend to measure success? When you accomplish a challenging task? When you receive a promotion? Or if you're a parent, when your children grow into well-adjusted and responsible adults? What about in ministry? When a certain number of people attend your outreach event or special gathering? When half of your Bible study group experiences significant life change? If so, does that mean without those tangible results that you failed? Paul, the ancient church planner who wrote the letter today's verse came from, he could have deemed his missional efforts to the Thessalonians a failure. He hadn't been with those people long, most likely only three weeks, in fact, which is not much time to disciple anyone, let alone launch and establish a church. He probably wanted to stay longer, but he had been driven out of the city by an angry mob. Now, we can read about his experiences in Acts chapter 17. This was shortly after significant conflict with one of his ministry partners, a dispute serious enough to cause him and his partner, most likely a man that he'd grown to care deeply for, to part ways. Then, after traveling throughout Syria and Cilicia to strengthen the churches, he embarked on his second missionary journey, taking a man named Silas with him. Along the way, Paul received a vision that compelled him to Philippi, where he and a woman named Lydia planted a church, but also where Paul and Silas were stripped, beaten, and thrown into the deepest part of a maritime dungeon. And those were really scary, dark, damp places where individuals were often left to die. But that was not Paul and Silas's fate. God rescued them in a miraculous way. And soon after, the two men left for Thessalonica, where Paul experienced the same treatment. Only this time, the mob attacked his host as well. Acts 17.10 tells us that very night, the believers sent Paul and Silas to Berea. And while they did witness the transformation of Jews and Gentiles alike, Paul's enemies showed up once again. 
And the believers sent Paul off to the coast, while Timothy, Paul's younger mentee, and Silas stayed behind. So Paul's ministry team was split up yet again, and it appears because of the opposition they faced. I can't help but wonder if Paul ever experienced discouragement. If he ever worried that maybe the men and the women that responded so well to the gospel initially would lack roots and fall away. And what kind of emotions did he battle when he found himself beaten and in the darkest and likely coldest part of the dungeon, or when he was driven out of the city, or the city after that? Did he ever feel, even for a moment, that he failed? He may have. But if so, what he later wrote to the Thessalonians indicates that he shifted his thoughts onto Christ and the true measure of success, obedience. You yourselves know, dear brothers and sisters, that our visit to you was not a failure, he wrote, continuing in verse 2. You know how badly we had been treated at Philippi just before we came to you and how much we suffered there. Yet our God gave us the courage to declare his good news to you boldly in spite of great opposition. Why does Paul say that he hadn't failed? Because thousands of people heard the gospel and came to Christ? Because he and Silas were able to plant a large number of churches throughout the ancient world? Because he found and discipled high-capacity leaders who would continue his ministry? No. Paul considered his efforts a success because God gave him and his partner the courage to boldly proclaim truth in spite of great opposition. Because they obeyed God, although it cost them dearly, because they spoke truth when it would have been easier to remain silent, that's how God measures our success as well, not due to results, but rather our obedience. Are we doing as he asks? Are we advancing forward with boldness and our eyes on him? Or are we allowing all of the distractions and challenges of today to distract, to discourage, and to defeat us? Are we allowing our perceived failures to discourage and defeat us? That's easy to do, isn't it? When we measure our success by certain outcomes, often one of two scenarios occur. We either become prideful and overly focused on results, which can quickly taint our motives and our hearts, or if things don't turn out as we hope, we can grow discouraged and assume that we failed. Both outcomes steal our effectiveness and our joy. When we measure our success by our bold obedience, however, we can call every surrendered act a win. This holds true in ministry and in life. At your work, every day you show up and do your best, that's a win. In parenting, when you invest in your kids, when you pray over them, when you do your best to set clear boundaries and to train their hearts, that's a win, even if they rebel against you. You are successful whenever you obey Jesus. I don't know about you, but that really simplifies things for me, and it takes the pressure off, pressure that God never intended for me to carry. And maybe that's part of what Jesus meant when he said in Matthew eleven twenty eight to 29, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. We take his yoke when we link up with him 
walking where he tells us to walk and letting him shoulder our burdens, knowing he can and will do amazing things, life changing things through every surrendered, obedient act, whether we see the results today or not. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the grace and the guidance that you continually offer us. Thank you for your tender and gracious heart. We know you don't measure success like we humans tend to. You're not impressed with numbers or flashy results, but you do rejoice over humble and surrendered hearts. We praise you, Lord, and we love you. Give us your perspective and help us, like Paul, to boldly obey you however you lead, knowing that is enough. Our best is enough. And regardless of how others respond, we know that we are enough because Christ in us is more than enough. In the name of your victorious Son, our Savior, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. God kept calling my heart. Like, I just knew he was my safe place. I hope people don't walk away going, wow, you're really awesome. More than like, 
wow, Jesus is really interesting I and mean, he's really awesome. Everybody on this planet is dealing with some sort of what if. How does that one courageous decision affect the whole world? A ship in harbor is safe, but that's not what ships are built for. If you were encouraged by what you just heard, please search Trevor Talks on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com.